Welcome to Grant and Hope's podcast, where we explore themes around the prophetic and the supernatural. As staff at the International House of Prayer in Kansas City, we desire to equip the saints for the work of ministry in the power of God. Hey guys, we're looking at the nine manifestation gifts of the Spirit, and specifically this time we're looking at the gift of faith. And the gift of faith is one of the gifts of power that do something, so it's closely linked with gifts of healing and working in miracles. We're going to be talking about more of how they're related later, but just a little bit about us. Hope and I, we're focused on equipping the saints for the work of ministry. In fact, for the supernatural work of ministry, for experiencing His presence and helping others to hear His voice. And when we're talking about these nine manifestation gifts, we're talking about what is needed in the varied distribution necessary for a full manifestation of the Spirit. That means we're talking about all nine gifts of the Spirit. And I believe... A major call in my life is to be used by the Holy Spirit to activate these nine gifts and to pray for people to be filled and baptized with the Holy Spirit. So to begin this gift of faith session, let's just begin with a quick refresher from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 and 8. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healings by the same Spirit. And to another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discernment of spirits. To another, different kinds of tongues. And to another, the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. Now remember, this is really important. When we talk about these manifestation gifts of the Spirit, We need to remember that all of these endowments, these gifts, they are completely supernatural. They are not natural. They're not part of uh, your natural gifts and talents. These are not something found in your Myers-Briggs or your Enneagram personality profiles, but these are supernaturally imparted by the Spirit of God for His own purposes according to His own will. They're not of this realm. They're from heaven, and they're the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of others. That means it's for the upbuilding of the body of Christ. It's for helping other believers. So first of all, with the gift of faith, what is the gift of faith? Well, this gift of faith, Paul used the phrase to another faith in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. Sometimes it's difficult to distinguish between the gift of faith and the gift of working in miracles, but here's some examples that include the gift of faith. There's five examples. Number one, it's for personal protection. Number two, it's for personal provision during a famine. Number three, it's for accepting God's promises. Number four, it's for deliverances from lion's dens. Number five, it's for supernatural power. Now the biblical scriptures for those, for number one, there's Daniel 6 for personal protection. 1 Kings chapter 17 and chapter 19 for personal provision during a famine. Accepting God's promises, Genesis chapter 21, verse 5, and Romans chapter 4, verse 20. The lion's den deliverance is Hebrews chapter 11, 33, and supernatural power, Matthew chapter 17, verse 20. I believe that faith is the foundation of the power of manifestations. And the gifts of faith, the gifts of healings, the the working of miracles, these are all called power gifts 
because they vividly demonstrate God's power over disease, demons, death, and every destructive force. I mentioned earlier that the gift of faith works closely with other power manifestation gifts of healing and miracles. Well, here's I just want to start this off with a personal testimony of one of the first times that I encountered this manifestation gift of faith in my own life. And I hope that this story uh, gives an, illustrates how simple yet how profound this gift of the Spirit can look like. And I'll share more personal examples later near the end of this session. So one time, uh, it was a Sunday afternoon treasure hunt. That means it's a prophetic evangelism type outreach. Uh, I saw three miracles in a row. This is at a Connecticut mall through the hands of my friends Charlie and Alex. And they were 12 and 13 years old at the time. And they had never prayed for the sick before. So this is one of the first times that I can recall seeing the manifestation gift of faith in my life. So what we did is before we went out to the mall, we asked God for words of knowledge. And we wrote down these details of information of people that we thought that we might run into prayerfully at the mall. And when we actually got to the mall, we'd find people with these words of knowledge that we prayed into before going out. And the interesting thing is when you interact with words of knowledge, words of wisdom for the Holy Spirit, and you actually see it at the the place, location where the Holy Spirit showed you that might happen, faith just begins to spring up in you and through you. So we get to the mall and we find, like I said, we saw three miracles in a row that, that day. So we saw uh, a baseball bat beaten left leg of a gangster guy get healed, and he cried in front of all of us from God's goodness. We also saw a lady in the mall with a broken left ankle. That was one of the words of knowledge that we got before we went out. She got completely healed. We also saw a girl's neck problem get healed from by her friend praying. Everyone was amazing. Everyone got activated, and I hardly even prayed for, for anyone during this time. My young team did everything. It was amazing. So just to kind of touch on this, when we approached, there was a gangster guy. So the, basically there's a guy dressed kind of like a thug and in a mall. And he was with a group of friends. And just the, the type of crowd that you normally don't just reach out to. But we had words of knowledge with these 12 and 13-year-olds at the time. So they were really excited. And for example, what the gift of faith looked like in my life is we went up to them. We asked them questions because we had a couple clues about their appearance. We asked them questions if they need healing for anything that we prayed into. Like we prayed about left leg being healed. So we asked them if they had any pain in their leg. And the guy did. He said yes. And when he started answering yes to some of our words of knowledge, faith just began to rise up in me. And I was like, and just to give some context, I'm not normally a very bold, outgoing, like preach in front of people personality. But... The gift of faith rose up in me from the power of the Holy Spirit by seeing these words of knowledge being accurate from the kids. And I was like, all right, like God just showed us that he wants to heal your left leg. Let these kids pray for you right now. And the the kids prayed for him. I was like, all right, stand up, test it out. Do something you couldn't do before. Walk a couple paces, walk back, and let us know if it's any better. And the guy walks back. It's completely healed. He starts crying. 
and the gift of faith just increases in me more. And I, as he's crying, I start preaching the gospel to him. I'm like, Jesus loves you so much, man. He, he is totally after your heart. He is completely after you. He wants you to make him Lord and Savior of your life. Give your life to Jesus. He, he just showed you his goodness. And these kids prayed for you. And the kid was crying. He's like, I'm so sorry. I, I was judging you, man. I was making fun of you in my heart when you guys came up and started asking me these weird questions. But I am like completely healed. So the guy got completely healed. But that's kind of how the gift of faith works. For What I've seen in my life is when words are revealed, especially revelation words are revealed, faith rises in you to just move in faith and to step out. So yeah, we had an amazing time. That was probably that was probably one of the most dramatic times that I saw the the gift of faith operate cuz I I just don't normally confront rough-looking gangster guys at a mall. So that's an example of how what the gift of faith actually looks like. But let's go into more gift of faith definitions. Let's go into defining what the gift of faith mentioned in 1 Corinthians 12 looks like. The gift of faith is a unique form of faith that goes beyond natural faith and saving faith. It supernaturally trusts and does not doubt when, with reference to the specific matters involved. This gift of faith is the supernatural power of faith released in a believer to do the miracle works of God on the earth. So the gift of faith is supernatural ability to believe God without doubt. It's supernatural ability to combat unbelief. It's supernatural ability to meet adverse circumstances with trust in God's messages and words. And the gift of faith is inner conviction impelled by an urgent and higher calling. The gift of faith is an infusion of energy that comes upon someone to believe God concerning a particular matter. God gives all believers a measure of faith, but we are not all given the gift of faith. The scripture references for that are Romans 13, sorry, Romans chapter 12, verse 3, and 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through 9. So the gift of faith, it's a manifestation of the Spirit to receive a miracle of protection, direction, just like how Daniel passively received a miracle in the lion's den in Daniel chapter 6, as did Paul in a storm in Acts chapter 27, and Elijah was fed by the ravens in 1 Kings chapter 17. As this gift functions, things come your way that you could not make happen. Exact numbers and financial issues will show up or divine appointments that you couldn't never have made on your own. The gift of faith protects us in danger and the work in miracles changes the circumstances causing the dangers. For example, Paul was protected in a storm. Jesus rebuked the storm, causing it to change. So the gift of faith, this is a spiritual gift of faith. It's different than the saving faith in Christ that is the foundation of the Christian life. That's probably the most important distinction we can make when we're talking about the gift of faith in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. The gift of faith is an unshakable conviction given by God that he is going to act supernaturally in a particular situation. Jesus speaks of this gift when he says, Have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be taken up and thrown to the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him in Mark chapter 11, verse 22 through 23. The Greek wording of verse 22 literally says, Have faith of God. It is a faith that cannot be produced. It is a faith that cannot be stirred up by any human effort, but it is a pure gift of God. 
1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 2, Paul speaks of the same gift as faith as so to remove mountains. So how does God give this kind of faith? Often, this gift of faith is given through prophecy or through words of knowledge, which communicate his desire for the specific accomplishment of his will in a particular setting. God's revelation of his will causes all doubt to flee from the mind and it creates the ability to believe that what he revealed is truly going to happen. This communication, coupled with the confidence that we have towards him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us in 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. This creates a cause and effect in the kingdom of heaven and the result is the releasing of God's power for healings or miracles. So, here are some more scriptural examples of the gift of faith. We're talking about the gift of faith. We're talking about gift of power. And generally, it's important to remember that there are three different kinds of faith referred to in the New Testament. Number one, there's the Romans 10:17 kind of faith. The faith that comes by hearing God's word, the preaching of Christ. Number two, there's the Galatians 5.22 faith, the faith that is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. And number three, there's the 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 kind of miraculous faith that is a gift of the Holy Spirit. So let's go over that real quick. The number one, the faith that comes by hearing God's word. This is the Ephesians 2.8. This is the faith that is essential for salvation. Also look at Romans chapter 4, verse 5 and Hebrews 11, verse 6. It's the Romans 12, verse 3, that God has dealt to each believer a measure of this kind of faith. So the second faith, the fruit of the Spirit kind of faith, this may be defined as either a continuing quiet trust or faithfulness, dependability. Possibly this can combine both those terms. This Galatians 5.22 faith is distinguishes between fruit and gift. Fruit comes forth gradually, being cultivated by care and labor. So look at 2 Timothy verse 2, and verse 6. And it's a gift is usually received by a momentary act of appropriation. So contrast an apple tree and a Christmas tree. <laughs> but today we're focused on the 1 Corinthians 12 verse 9 miraculous faith. This faith resembles a word of wisdom or word of knowledge. It is a tiny portion of God's total faith supernaturally imparted by the Holy Spirit and it's operated only under God's control. So here's some scripture examples of this kind of faith. Psalm 33 verse 6 and also verse 9, God's faith brought the whole universe into being. Also look at Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. Ezekiel chapter 12 verse 25, God's faith is expressed through the word that he speaks. Mark 11 and Matthew chapter 21, Jesus exhorted his disciples to have the faith of God and gave them authority to curse a fig tree or move a mountain. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 2, faith is the moving, mountain-moving gift. Matthew 17, verse 20, and Luke 17, verse 6, a mustard seed of this kind of faith is all that is needed. A word spoken with, with this kind of faith is as effective as if God spoke it himself. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 9 through 10, and Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 16 through 19, God's word through the mouth of Jeremiah has decided the destiny of nations for 2,500 years. Also compare Isaiah 55 verse 11. Job chapter 22 verse 21 through 28. This kind of faith is made available to every sinner who repents and seeks God. 
But uh, let's also talk about how there's two different ways of exercising this 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 kind of faith. There's two ways of exercising this faith. Number one, words spoken to God on behalf of a person or object or situation. Or number two, words spoken to a person or object or situation on behalf of God. So, example, the first one is 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 1. The fall of rain and dew were controlled by Elijah's word. And 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 41 through 45, Elijah spoke to God on behalf of the rain. And the word spoken to a person or object on behalf of God is like Joshua chapter 10, verse 12 through 14, when Joshua spoke to the sun and moon on behalf of God to stop it. Here's seven quick scriptural examples from the New Testament. Number one, Mark chapter 4, verse 39, Jesus calms the storm. Number two, Luke chapter 7, verse 12 through 15, Jesus raises the widow's son. Number three, Luke chapter 8, verse 54 through 55, Jesus raises the daughter of Jairus. Number four, it's a John 11, verse 43 through 44, Lazarus. Jesus calls out Lazarus from the tomb. Uh, number five example, Acts chapter 9, verse 40, G Peter raises Dorcas. Number six example, Acts chapter 13, verse 9 through 12, it's Paul's judgment on Elymas the magician. And the seventh example is out of Acts 16, Paul commands the spirit of divination to leave. Now faith, the gift of faith, Paul groups this with Paul groups this with other supernatural power gifts because he likely means the kind of faith that can accomplish extraordinary achievements. This gift of faith can mean a special confidence in pursuing God's will when others in the Christian community are unsure or they're questioning God or perhaps they're contemplating quitting a course of action. I believe that perhaps this gift of extraordinary faith overlaps with the next two gifts, the working of miracles and the gifts of healing. The gift of faith is to be distinguished from a faith as a possession of all believers that brings one into relationship with God. Paul must have in mind a particular kind of faith that, that believes God for extraordinary things or a faith that guides the church through exceptional circumstances. The difficulty of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 is that whereas faith is characteristic of all Christians, that they may be spoken of simply as believers, Paul is limiting this definition of the gift of faith to a certain group who have this special gift. There is no difficulty about faith being a gift. All faith must be seen as God's good gift to us. The difficulty is in seeing what this special faith is over against the common faith that all believers have. So let's get into more of the importance of the gift of faith and how it closely works with the other manifestation gifts of the Spirit. So when we're talking about the gift of faith, the manifestation of faith, this is the first manifestation that God places in this second group of manifestations, which we call the power manifestations. And I believe, like I said earlier, that the that the manifestation of faith is the foundation for all the power manifestations. So this faith is the trans, translation of the Greek word pistis, which means trust, confidence, or assurance. And the gifts of faith, healings, working of miracles, these are all power gifts because they demonstrate God's supernatural power over sickness and disease and demons and death and every kind of destructive force. 
And it's all this gift of faith is a gift for casting out demons, which Jesus said would accompany those who believe in him. So this also fits in this category. In contrast to ordinary faith, the manifestation gift of faith is necessary to accomplish the special task that God by revelation asks us to do. For example, Jesus said that a person with faith could tell a mountain to be cast into the ocean and that it would be done. Well, all of us have seen mountains and we all know that we do not have the human power to move them. So doing so, that requires the power of God. We need God to make that kind of miracle available to us by giving us first revelation to do it. When he does, the faith that we must have in order to get the job done is the manifestation of the gift of faith. So some examples scripturally, remember when Moses brought out the water out of the rock by the manifestation of faith? This is, That was in Exodus chapter 17. And do you remember when Gideon defeated the Midianites by the manifestation of faith? This is in Judges chapter 6. Or what about when Elijah multiplied the oil and the bread by the manifestation of faith in 1 Kings chapter 17? It's important to remember how this manifestation of faith works with other manifestation gifts of the Spirit. When it comes to miracles and gifts of healings, we need to remember that the manifestation gift of faith is we need it because we cannot heal the sick or do miracles by our own human power. God must give us a word of knowledge and a word of wisdom. He must let us know that it is his revealed will for us to heal someone or do a miracle, and then we will have the faith to do it. Every Christian needs to utilize the manifestation of faith. Christ said that when people receive the Holy Spirit, they would receive power in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But no one can operate the power of God without faith to do so. Since every Christian needs to use the manifestation of faith to bring to pass that revelation that God gives him, Every Christian also has the ability to manifest this gift of faith. Thus, we see that the manifestation of the gift of faith, like a word of knowledge and word of wisdom, is for every Christian, not just certain ones. If you can hear God's voice, you can probably operate in the manifestation of faith and actions of stepping on, stepping out on what he's shown you to do. So let's talk, to, talk more about how the gifts of faith and healings work together. This is a biblical commentary from Sam Storms. And this is what he says. Before I say anything about healing, a few words about the gift of faith are in order. Although the New Testament has much to say about faith in general, it does not explicitly refer to the charisma gift of faith outside of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through 10. Therefore, the best way to identify and define the nature of this gift is to look briefly at how faith is portrayed elsewhere. The charismatic gift of faith is the faith noted in several texts that appear to be spontaneous and functions as the divinely enabled condition on which the more overtly supernatural activities of God are suspended. Thus, I believe, is the gift of faith in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. Some possible examples of the gift of faith are found in Mark chapter 11, Mark, or Matthew chapter 17, Matthew chapter 21, verse 21 through 22, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 2, and James chapter 5, verse 15. The charismatic faith, or the gift of faith, is like the other gifts. It is not given to every member of the body of Christ. However, it would appear that any member of the body of Christ is a potential candidate for the experience of this manifestation of the Spirit. The gift of faith should probably be regarded more so than most of the other gifts of the Spirit as occasional or spontaneous rather than permanent or like residential, always staying with you. This is a f special faith that enables a believer to trust God to bring about certain things for which 
he or she cannot claim some divine promise recorded in Scripture or state of affairs grounded in the very structure of the gospel. In other words, this gift of faith is the God-given ability without fakery or exhortations to believe what you did not really believe, to trust God for a certain blessing not promised in Scripture. The gift of faith is that mysterious surge of confidence which rises within a person in a particular situation of need or challenge and gives an extraordinary certainty and assurance that God is about to act through a certain word or an action. I believe that there is a close connection between gifts of healing and miracles and the gift of faith, which the gift of faith immediately proceeds in Paul's list of gifts of faith. So, let's look at faith for creative miracles. This is important to talk about because there's a difference between healing and miracles. Now, we're going to talk more about this in the following healing sessions when that gifts of the Spirit. But there is a difference between healing and miracles. Healing is a process. The Bible says that they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover in Mark chapter 16. So, But miracles happen when the supernatural laws of God override the, the natural laws of man. They are instant. So healing is recovery over a process of time and miracles are instantaneous. Creative miracles take place easily in the atmosphere of the Holy Spirit's presence and, they, and the speaking of his word. He sent forth his word, peace be still, and delivered the disciples from possible destruction in Mark chapter 4. The Bible says that the word that goes out of his mouth shall not return to him void, but it shall accomplish what he sends it to do in Isaiah 55 verse 11. We release creation by what we speak. In faith, we speak what God has already done by calling things that are not as though they are. If we have a revelation from God as creator, then we will have faith to believe for creative miracles. When we understand that the creative nature of the Holy Spirit and exercises creative power in and through our lives, creative miracles will manifest. So how can we start to see creative miracles or signs and wonders manifest more often in the church? We need to meditate on his word. We need to fill our hearts and minds with God's miraculous works. And we must allow him to give us a heavenly view of his kingdom. We need a deep revelation of God, the greater work of creative miracles. The gift of faith flows out of this place. In summary, let's quickly review the type of faith called the gift of faith, which the Apostle Paul mentioned in his letter to the Corinthians. We see, we've seen in this passage that it is the Holy Spirit who distributes the gifts to individual believers as he wills. These gifts are actually rendered spirituals in the original Greek and referred to as the, as the Amplified Bible calls, the special endowments of supernatural energy. These spirituals or gifts manifest in the lives of believers as they are needed, and because the Holy Spirit lives in each of us, any one or all of the nine gifts can operate through us. They are manifestations of the Spirit. Also, we all have the Holy Spirit living in us, and we can all operate in and manifest any of the nine gifts listed in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 for a certain amount of time. Consequently, the Holy Spirit distributes all the gifts, including the gift of faith, as he wills for specific occasions or circumstances. The Spirit brings an anointing and distributes gifts such as the gift of faith for a moment, for a purpose, for a situation, for a circumstance. Then there are other times when we have cultivated trust, faithfulness, and friendship with the Lord 
that the Lord places a mantle on us, such as a mantle of faith, which allows us to, to constantly function in certain giftings. I'm certain that as we walk in friendship with the Holy Spirit, he allows a grace to rest on our lives as we demonstrate trust, trustworthiness and faithfulness with his gifts. So here's a couple more. Uh, I just want to talk about more about how the gift of faith looks like in my own life. I think uh, a major part of it is from revelation. So oftentimes when I hear some kind of revelation, either a detail of a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom and what to do, I'm often stirred with a grace or an infusion of faith. And this gift of faith empowers me to walk into acting on whatever was revealed. It's the revelation provides me with trust that everything will work out fine. So like you've heard the phrase walk by faith and not by sight. It's the John 5, 19. It's reality. It's that Jesus only did what he saw the father do. So when we see, we only do what we see the father do. This unleashes a faith in us to step out and see what happens. For example, one of the first times I saw this happen was I was in Arizona on a trip I was in second year, uh, BSSM, that's the Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry, and we're on a ministry trip, and I was leading uh, an outreach, prophetic evangelism, treasure hunt team, and uh, got a couple of words of knowledge about someone's appearance. We actually found that person in the store. I also prayed about possible, it was either like leg pain or something with like a broken ankle, and when I found a gentleman and also found out more details with his appearance, like the clothes that he was wearing, we prayed about it and we saw that we were going to run into somebody like that. And he had the matching left ankle that was needed healing. He had pain in his ankle. I proceeded from that place of revelation. When you just see your words of knowledge get right, when you see them accurate, when you see that the Holy Spirit has already set this up for a divine appointment. You can't help but have his faith like like run through you like a shoot like a shot of faith. And I acted out and I I I prayed uh Lord, what do I do in this situation? You're con- you're kind of always talking to the Lord in your heart of like what to do next. So I was praying for wisdom and I I had in my heart tell the guy to to walk 3 steps that way and walk 3 steps back. So this is like part of the gift of faith working with the word of wisdom. So I told the guy, I was like, hey, walk three steps, walk three steps that way, walk three steps back and you're going to be completely healed. And normally you just don't have the faith to walk off to somebody and just do that. At least I don't. But it's not something you can also muster up. That was by revelation that I had that wisdom to do that. When I when he when he proceeded to do that walk three steps back he was completely healed, and in those situations you can feel the gift of faith just start to stir up and interact with the situation and you know that's what I love that you know the the revelation gifts are intimately tied with the gift of faith and the gift of faith is intimately tied up with healings and miracles and deliverances as well. But that's typically how it works is I get a word of knowledge, word of wisdom. I ask God, what do I do with this? It's like the application part. I step out. I try it. I feel like any unbelief or fear or 
being timid, it just leaves when I hear like God speak to me what to do. And I just trust that it's going to happen in some way. And usually nine out of 10 times or more, (laughs) it works. And it's amazing to see God show up. And that's kind of how I see the gift of faith work in my own life. So I hope that you found that these descriptions, these scriptures, these biblical commentaries and personal stories were helpful for you while talking about the gift of faith. I just want to end this time with a quick prayer and just thank God for uh, Him moving in us and with us with this gift of faith. So Father, I thank you for the manifestation gifts of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for specifically the gift of faith, this manifestation of faith. I ask that you would continue to fully reveal your will. I ask that you would fill us with the full knowledge of your will in all wisdom and supernatural spiritual understanding so that we might walk worthy of you, Lord, and be fully pleasing to you and walk in your ways and to see you show up in power with people on the streets. Lord, would you stir up this gift of faith as we step out in agreement with what you show us and what what to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please give us a rating on iTunes and feel free to share with a friend. Our ministry is made possible through our financial partner team. If you feel stirred to give, you can do so by using the link in our bio.